Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. It is the Build Up Show. Football is back. My word, a three-week break for the Mighty Reds, and we return to action on Saturday night against Arsenal. And Paul Machen, Ben Kelly joins me in the studio. And from home, we've got James Sutton and John Machen as well for this one. We're going to be talking about a whole host of things. What a massive game of football it is. Obviously, Real Madrid looming on the horizon as well. What are the Reds going to do in terms of selection? What kind of threat Arsenal do pose and more? Um, but before we dive into it, we mentioned this on the podcast, but obviously because this is the build-up show for Arsenal, I think it needs mentioning it once again. Um, obviously, uh, rest in peace and thoughts. And go out to the family of uh, Claude Caligari, of course, Arsenal fan TV regular for many, many years, who sadly passed away uh, this week. I mean, you know, he was he was famed for some of, uh, some of his genuinely incredible rants and stuff around Arsenal over the years. You know, and I think some people might have had a, a conception of what you see on your screens and, and what have you, but he was just a, a lovely bloke and I had never had a bad time with him. He always had a, you know, a smile and a, and a, and a pleasant conversation yeah he was a, he was a really good guy in my eyes and yeah he will definitely be be very sorely missed so yeah sad times but life goes on football goes on and uh, yeah ben kelly i um it's mad because chris unfortunately had to miss the, the shows today for 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 a bunch of admin reasons because he has to do all the real all the real work at redman <laughs> tv um but he, we, we were in, we were, we were doing something yesterday. He was saying, like, "I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm, I'm excited." And that, that's exactly where I'm at. I've had, I've had my detox, my recharge. I'm hoping the squad feel the same, but just from a personal perspective, I just can't wait for Liverpool to get back on the pitch. Yeah, um, and just having that break, having a bit of a switch off. Obviously, we, you know, we've been working on other projects, just a chance to sort of shift focus a little bit. And now it's obviously it's all on its way back. I mean, it's very, very rare that we have a two week break like that. You know, sometimes you get like an FA Cup weekend or an international break for them to happen back to back, so that you and there's no rearranged game for for that weekend where the FA Cup fixtures were being played or anything like that. Um, it's been it's been nice to. Have have so you know i've been focusing on other stuff i've been going out on my bike i've been watching the formula one like it's been lovely but now you know particularly this week you know building back up we did the around the league show on monday switch back on you know tune back in for 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 the running there's a you know a really important run of fixtures coming up not least the real madrid games um and there's you know with the fixtures that we've got and the fixtures that everybody else have got 
there's an opportunity to get into the top four still, but you know we have to be pretty much flawless between now and the end of the season, and you know it's a big test away at Arsenal to start off that run. Yeah, it's just it's just lovely, isn't it, James? It feels like you know to talk about the running like two or three weeks ago was tough because we gone we go into that break on, on the back of two wins, we booked the Champions League place, you get the Champions League draw, all things to look forward to. Uh, but we're here now. You know, and the sun's shining again, and you know, you, there's just uh, kind of Ben alludes to it. We're, we're in danger of being in a world where you're allowed to do stuff again, which would be which would be lovely. And yeah, I, I can almost I don't know what, and and we'll find out where Liverpool are at by by the end of uh, by the end of Saturday night. But I'm I've completely forgotten that we've had a bit of a crap season. I'm just kind of I'm treating this as like a, a an almost a season unto itself from here in. I think that's I think that's a really wise way of looking at it, Paul. I think it's a, I think it's a really intelligent way of looking at it because you know the, the the it's been it's been such a difficult season. We've had we've had some really good results and we've been kind of constantly. It feels to me like we've been constantly looking for right. That's this is it. We've turned things around now. That's the result that's turned things around. Now we can look forward. We can push on for top four, and then we slip up again and something else goes wrong. An injury happens or something. And as far as I know, we haven't had any more injuries during this period. I don't think nothing that I've read about. Have yeah, touch yeah, touch just fucking touch every bit of wood in the room. Um, so that's so that's super positive because that was kind of my only real worry and concern for this little break was that somebody would come back injured. But it doesn't look like that's the case. So we should have a real, you know, we've got a, a, a really good opportunity here. And Arsenal's a good team to play in the, at this moment as well because they've had a similar kind of season to us in that they've had some really good results and they've had some absolute piss poor results you know they've dropped points against uh, they've dropped points against Burnley they've dropped points I mean West Ham obviously are flying but you know they've, they've, they've dropped points in similar fashions to us they haven't act, they haven't really doesn't feel like their season's really got going yet um, and if, if if we carry through the form that we were starting to find certainly the clean sheets and the you know shoring up that those kind of defensive frailties that we saw if we carry that through Arsenal won't be able to live with us they really won't and you know Jota I mean you know I'm sure we'll get into individual players soon enough but Jota coming back and, and, and the form he's shown uh, whilst being away is, is I mean it's 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 lip smackingly fantastic <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it's, it's, it's nice isn't it I, don't know, I think it, all, all those points are, are sort of spot on there really you know you hope you hope is obviously you've got some of the international lads have gone away and a lot of them seem to have had pretty good you know pretty good trips Salah has, has a lot to celebrate provided he's not contracted mega Covid from being swamped by uh, <laughs> by happy Egyptians and Jota's you know continued his sort of his way back scoring as well and then you've got another a bunch of lads who are, who've had a little bit of a rest and maybe a little bit of a, a you know re-motivation um yeah you know we've kind of you know Arsenal Arsenal are not what they were we're not kind of what we are but I think that it's the Arsenal are the kind of test I think this team will be relishing yeah I mean I've had, we've I've had time to forget all the misery and you know look forward now to seeing our brilliant team on the pitch at the business end of the season and you're right that you, you couldn't ask for a better team to play because you want the team to be up for it. Yeah. You don't want to be playing a team they can sort of um, think is going to be easy or whatever. It's It should be a tough game because Arsenal have got some great players. Uh, and they, they do seem, as James said, to have turned the corner recently. They seem to be a lot better. At one point, it looked like Arteta was for the sack because things were going so badly. And now everyone's hailing him again as a genius. Um, so we have to put that right, I guess. Um, 
So uh, it's just going to be wonderful. <clears throat> and I, I'm interested to see, having Klopp's had an awful lot of those players on the coaching field yeah. for you know two or three weeks. I, I, it's, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, who he picks, whether that will be people he's had to coach or, you know, um, whether he's going to stick with, it, with what we would think of as his proper first 11. Uh, it's just really interesting. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, it, it's just, you know, it, it's that thing. And it, we were already looking ahead to, like, Real Madrid's second leg and beer gardens being open and people getting to have a little bit of life. And Liverpool have got... Uh, the, the Real Madrid thing is the only potential stumbling block in all this, isn't it, Ben? Because I, 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 it's hard. I, I Again, I've I've made my peace with Liverpool's season so far because it's not great. It's not an ideal circumstance. We start, as far as the race for top four goes... If, if, if we're calling this year zero, we start on, on a handicap for it. We start on a, on a, well, a bit of points deduction if we want to kind of catch up and get beyond. But I, I, I'm, I know I'm feeling a bit laissez-faire about the whole thing. But in terms of where Liverpool can maintain or find some form of consistent league form, we can't know. But this is a pretty good barometer for it because they've had a break. They've had time to, they've had coaching time. They've had time to prepare for a lot of the players, as my dad mentions there. But there is the Real Madrid game. If you can get a win ahead of this, then we get to continue to have conversations around where yeah. Liverpool can, can can have a fight on two fronts. Um, uh, it, the, the start eleven is going to be really interesting, isn't it? Because you know we saw in the Fulham game ahead of Leipzig that you know it's a game we go and lose, but it's a game where you know he plays Nico Williams. You know he he rotates because he knows how big. The Champions League was in the week, so you know we're gonna we're gonna see a lot because this is a big game. It's a big game for Arsenal because they're four points behind us. Yeah, and you know this is a game where the, for for a good few years we haven't really had to concern ourselves with Arsenal, but you know they they'll be looking at finishing above us. Um, you know so well that's they, a scalp that's a, it's yeah, a scalp yeah. for them, and it also has hallmarks of early Klopp where you're not consistent in the league yet, but you go and find ways to beat the the headline teams, and that that, that puts more credit in the bank than a couple of wins against lower yeah, teams yeah. in the league. So, so you know, on reflection, what it means is that you know, if Liverpool go out and they, you know, they put the strongest eleven available out of the weekend, then you know, you know that he's after a top four place as well. But you know, he could easily, quite at the same time, go. Well, you know what, I, you know, I fancy us with the Champions League draw and the way that that's fallen and, you know, Real Madrid aren't playing so well, although they've turned a bit of a corner as well. I'm sure we'll have that discussion in a week, but like <coughs> he might go. Well, you know what? I I, I want to make another Champions League semi final, and that's the priority right now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put out the team that you know we might do in cup games where I, he says I think he says I'm gonna put out the team that the minimum team that I think have the capability of beating Arsenal. Yeah. So that that might be what he does. Um, and as I say, you know, it's just really interesting to see the approach from here. It's it is the, the psychologically. I mean, the fact is, you you could because so many players have been rested. Now, James, more than most, he does have the option of playing more players, I think, in both games. But Ben's, dead. Ben's spot on with that. You know, it, it's it's all well and good talking about the players' focus, but we, the manager's focus is going to be is going to be absolutely fascinating because he ta- he knows the importance of the European Cup. You know, and and if you if you ask them, they'll say things like, "You know, we play whatever's in front of us and all that." And I actually do believe that's true, and, and, and to some extent, but also there's a, there's a degree to which. Trying to finish fourth, should I, I don't think I think they would always preface the chance of winning a European Cup over a, a fight to finish fourth in the league. Yeah, I think 
I, I think it's easier for us as fans to sit down and try and come up with priorities. But I think I've, everything I've heard from Jurgen and everything that comes out of the club is that we want to win everything. We want to win every game, and 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 you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it is a case of kind of juggling competitions and prioritizing and thinking right. Well, you know, a really good, you know, getting through to the semis, maybe getting a European Cup final. You know, what 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 that says about the kind of stature of the club and where we are and the players that we that we've got available and what it says to players that we're we're, we're looking to bring in as well because. We've got a really big summer ahead of us and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to look too far ahead into the future. But how we finish this season and how we do in these Champions League games is going to have a really big bearing. You know, the, the eyes are on Liverpool Football Club again because people know that we need to we need to invest some money. We, they know that, you know, look, you know, our front three that we, you know, have been lauded and, and, and rightly so over the previous three or four seasons aren't, aren't now at the peak of their powers. And we've got, you know, we've brought Jota in, you know, there's talk of there's the, the, the Mbappe rumour that, that just doesn't seem to want to go away. But, you know, for, for us to be attracting those sorts of players and for us to be achieving the things that we need to, it, it starts now. You're absolutely right, like you said at the beginning of the show, to kind of, you know, it's almost like we're, we're starting afresh. This is day zero and we have to, you know, going forward, we, we have to make make up all the ground that we've lost, I think. The thing, the thing Dan, in terms of the squad, and look, we, we, we defensively, we're still a little bit, a little bit bare. Although you, the hope is that you know maybe Ben Davies having a little bit more, again more training time or whatever. He just might be make himself a little bit more of an option. Maybe Reese Williams again. You know we don't Cometti. We don't know really. But my point, my overriding point is that we've got we'll have the most players to choose from than we've had for quite a while, and. We're also when you're in the business end of a season, it's not like when you find yourself out of the first eleven and it's November and December, and you're thinking, oh, well, what kind of what's the point? You know, if if we do choose to preface or preference the the Champions League, there's big opportunities there for lads to play big games in the Premier League. So, I, I, the, you know, in terms of motivating your group of players. There should be no issue motivating. We should be able to play. I mean, like, let's use Oxlade Chamberlain as an example of this. Does he had a really good cameo against Wolves before the break? But he's one who he's not going to be starting against Real Madrid. But there's a good chance he starts against an Arsenal. Or he might start against Villa. Or he might start against Leeds. And so you've got. I think. I think you've got a real good opportunity here with this break to re-motivate everyone in the squad and hopefully maintain a good level whilst rotating at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think to some extent selection's now going to be determined by how awful the previous six months have been. I mean, I'd be absolutely astonished if he changes back two centre-backs mm -hmm. for the rest of the season. If he, can, if he can put those two guys on the pitch, then I think he'll do that, yeah. simply to get that continuity and stability back. Um as for the rest of it, the midfield is always up for grabs in our team. You know, I, I mean, I think Fabinho is probably nailed on these days after what we've seen. But other than that, I mean, I've heard Ox is flying in training and he's been with him for three weeks showing what he can do. So, yeah. you know, I'd not be surprised at all if, if uh, he played. Um, it, it's, it, it's interesting as well because does Klopp look at it as... Um, Top four is really difficult to, to achieve now, so let's give up on it. Or does he see it as a challenge? Yeah. You know, people are saying we can't make it, but we're going to give it a good go. I think you I know? think he says, I think he's saying to these lads, look, we, I, I, my team for Real Madrid is largely picked 
you know, he'll have a, he'll have an idea of nine of the eleven probably fitness issues notwithstanding. But his point will be, but we've got big Premier League games. So you're going to get these games, but then by the time we come around to the second leg, someone might be injured or someone might have you know have had a, have had a tough week or they might have played too much footy. And if you've played well in that Premier League game, then you're starting the second leg and so on. And you know, because I, I always reference this, like look at the, the team that plays against Barcelona. You would never in the second leg. You would never have chosen that team. But we had no choice. So those lads all needed to be ready. You've got loads of evidence to say that you just need to be switched on because your time, your time will come. Um just just to stick with you on this for a moment, just looking at Arsenal. You know, it was referenced by both the lads. They're they're an odd team, aren't they? You know, particularly this season. I I wonder whether they'd have been under more pressure with fans. But the Aubameyang stuff's mad. You know, he's still their top goal scorer. I think he's still the club captain, but his forms dropped off a cliff. He was he was benched for the the North London derby. But they they're one of those teams like you know they've got they've got him they've got Lacazette they've got Odegaard who's come in really well on loan. They're a team that can cause us problems. Um, absolutely. I mean Odegaard looks absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. I mean he's, he stands out like a, a jewel in that team. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean it's odd, isn't it, that you, even your captain they've disciplined the captain. That is really, really strange in a football club. But obviously, you know, um, Arteta felt he needed to stamp his authority and that was a good way to do it. And if he can get people playing to his tune rather than to their own, that's always going to be a good thing for Arsenal, particularly with Luis in the side. You know, you've got to have some stability and you've got to have some people who actually stick to the job and not just go off on flights of fancy like he does. Yeah. Uh, but let's hope he does that on uh, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, they, they've got lots and lots of really good players, but they don't always play very well together. Yeah. yeah and you look at Pepe, he, he came in, he, he looked like he had exactly what they needed, which was an awful lot of pace and ability to score goals. He's just been a complete flop for most of the time, hasn't he? Yeah, and that's it. They, they, they're, they're such an oddly balanced squad, and you can see. I can. I like. I, I have empathy for what Arteta's trying to build. He's obviously trying to strip it back, isn't he, Ben, and, and build from the ground up, really, because. Wenger left them in such an odd situation. You know, you had a couple of you had the Mesutazel contract situation. They'd obviously bought in Mikatarin and uh, Aubameyang to just put some star power in the team to kind of hold them over a bit. I always felt that was a bit of a sticking plaster, but they've not resolved that issue. I mean, having Lacazette and Aubameyang, who are effectively two centre forwards in a formation of one centre forward, always felt odd. They've net at always been at kind of odds, but right, Odegaard's coming. The I don't. The idea that Arsenal are dead and buried is a bit of a nonsense, but that's why I kind of like the motivation behind this because they are, you know, the four points between us. It's the messaging for Liverpool is, you know, do we think do we think we're really on a level with Arsenal? Like we are in terms of the table. Mm. Make no mistakes of it. But do we? This is I'm saying to Liverpool: Are you a team that's on the on the way down, and they're a team on the way? Are, they, are we about to cross <coughs> on the stairs or? Do you can you go and prove that this is a, a blip? This is this was an odd an odd campaign. Yeah, and it's funny because obviously we've already had three meetings with Arsenal already this season, albeit a lot earlier on in the season, with three very different teams having played. Yeah. The league game was a game where you know we had everybody fit, 
and we beat them quite comfortably, you know, even though we go one nil down. So, you know, it, 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 on paper when you, you know, or, or even, you know, in practice, when you put the two best squads yeah. together, we are better than them. But then, you know, obviously we go out against them. Well, we lose twice on penalties to them, don't we? You know, but in both in both cup competitions, the League Cup in particular is a, you know, a particularly depleted side. So, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more difficult to judge. But, you know, again, it comes into the question of what, how good is this version of this Liverpool squad compared to Arsenal and the form that we're in right now? You know, obviously Phillips and Quebec weren't really on the scene at the time that we last played them. So, you know, but the their form and the way that they've played together over the last couple of games has given me encouragement. So I think we are better than them, you know, despite what the league table suggests. Um, and I think we've got more goals in us as well than we do. Um, but, you know, they have they do have a better defensive record this season and they'll be, sm- they'll be smelling blood because, you know, we, we they'll know that we have one eye in the Champions League. I guess the thing is, it's whether Arteta's got the 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 ability to do what to do the thing that everyone's done to frustrate us and beat us in this year, and that's completely throw his 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 game plan out, out of the window to be able to do that. And I I mean I hope he hasn't, and I don't think he has. But we'll discuss um, a little bit more when we have a, after a very short break. We've got some really interesting comments. If you're watching this live, then do get your thoughts or whatever in, and we'll, we'll get through some of them uh, when we get a moment. Um, yes, in fact, <laughs> I reference that because we had a, a little bit of trivia coming from Jack Richardson via the super chat. Uh, said happy Easter lads. Quick fact: the last time we. Played Played Arsenal on Easter weekend was the 4-2 defeat at Highbury in 2003-2004. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Jack. Um, we've got a trivia question for you um, for the break. Um, Mikel Arteta has only ever scored one goal against us for Arsenal. He scored one for Everton as well, for what it's worth. Uh, what was that game? Uh, the answer will follow after this very short break. I don't think there's ever been, and I don't think there ever will be, a bigger figure in Liverpool's history than Kenny Dalglish. Absolute genius, little scouser from the South Downs, who went on to do magical things for us. Legend in all aspects of the game. When you're talking about someone like Steve Highway, that's the word. Graham Souness is the best player I've ever played with in my life. I think he was a forerunner of the modern footballer, Kevin Keegan. I think he'd fit perfectly in the modern world. Scoring two goals in two European Cup finals, to lift the trophy twice, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant legacy, isn't it? I'll we, we played some good stuff that day, we really did. But, uh, you know, a fantastic relief and, uh, oh, you know, when the, when the final whistle went. I just did a little jump. Terrible, terrible celebration. One of the worst ever. Nobody's ever done it since, by the way. That's the jump. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Build Up Show. Yes, uh, do go and check out Cop Chronicles. Episodes one to five are streaming right now if you're watching this live on Thursday. Episode six, the final episode of the series is re- released on a Friday lunchtime. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Which is um, Graeme Souness, Tom's been working extra, extra hard to get that all done and dusted. So yeah, the full series is there and available streaming. So if you need a little bit of a lift, if you need just some real positivity. And, you know, we always talk about this, like the culture of Liverpool football. There's loads of players who you'll know the names of. And, you know, you, you know some of us are mega super fans, but there's, there's players who were maybe before your era that you don't quite perhaps know as well, but you feel that you should do. This series is a really good way to get you up to speed and not just in like, a, here's a load of stats and figures, although there's plenty of that stuff you know it's a lot of stories from voices of people who witnessed themselves least of all my dad of course who offered there is 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 expert knowledge and, and memories I, I, would, I would i would say as well that it isn't just people coming on and saying how brilliant all these players are tom lulled me into a false sense of security so i actually said exactly what i thought about the players Warts and all, so <laughs> yeah, there is there is a very very honest assessment for me dad as the overall ability level of uh, Ian Callaghan <laughs> um, in, in there. But no, but this is great. You know, again, it's not. This is it's it's just a brilliant, really brilliant series. And if you want to know more about some Liverpool legends and you want to just feel really uplifted, then do go and check that out. As long as well as a whole as amazing stuff we've got uh, streaming now on the uh, on the RedmanTV.com. Um, Right, yes. The trivia question was: Mikel Arteta has scored just one goal uh, against us for Arsenal. What was the game? Any ideas? Was it in the five-one win? Did he score their goal? The correct Gerard answer. Gerard gave a penalty away, didn't he? Anfield, Saturday the 8th of February 2014, yeah. Liverpool 5, Arsenal 1. Mikel Arteta scores Arsenal's 1 uh, via the penalty. I was so disappointed. Yeah, to let one in. Yeah. Were we 4 nil up or 5 nil up? At the we time? were, oh, that's a great question. We were 4 5, we were 5, five, five nil up. Nil, yeah, yeah and, and that took, so you, we battled. It was one of those scintillating games of football I've ever witnessed up until that point, of course. And then we both had a bit like, oh, because we conceded a goal in the in, in the 69th minute via a Mikel Arteta penalty. If you got that right, give yourselves a pat on the back and drop a like on the video. Um, great um, point made here, actually, in the comments, which, which will lead us into our, our next part of the conversation, really. David Barton talking about the players you've been away. And he says, um, Robbo played all three games. I think he's the only one with three 90s. Now, I've been banging this uh, drum prior. To, I think it was the Wolves game. In fact, I... I did the starting eleven, and I put Costa Shimakas in because of because I knew this kind of thing was going to arise. Ben, he's played an unbelievable amount of minutes for Liverpool. He's now I'll get the actual facts in a moment on it, but he's pretty much played every game for us because he hasn't had the proper understudy this year. He's then gone away and played for Scotland. We're now entering into this business period. We're talking about man- managing a squad for a game here and then a game against Real Madrid. 
There's a big, a big red warning light for me going on over the head of Andy Robertson. Potentially, um, but you know he's 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 in the prime of his fitness, you know, stage. I don't think he, you know his body's never going to be in a prime position to be, you know, any better in better shape than it is right now. And I suppose you know. It's it's a shame that I suppose this game isn't the Villa game or isn't the Leeds game because I feel like you know maybe then <coughs> Shimikas comes into the fold or is a little bit more like so maybe he will over the next couple of weeks maybe he'll get the game you know between the two Madrid legs um, you know but it, it's difficult to predict because Robertson's just so crucial to the way we played I mean you know out, out of the two the two fullbacks haven't been quite at the level that we've seen them you know, either of them over the last couple of years. Um, but I'd certainly say that Robertson's been at a better level than Trent has for the majority of the season. I think, I think I, they've kind of sort of, they both dipped. You know, and I, think, yeah. I think Robertson was unreal yeah. for the start of the season. I think um, he, he's played, but I think his, I think his, his output's dropped. Yeah. Whereas I think Trent started the season poorly and has actually gotten better in the, in the back half. But just to the point, actually, yeah. nobody's played more minutes for Liverpool this season, Dad, than Andy Robertson. Nobody. 3,388. The second second place is Mohamed Salah, who's played 100 less minutes. Gini Wijnaldum's played 240, 50 less minutes. And, you know, we yeah. think about Gini Wijnaldum as being, as being there all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to remember that we've been changed, shopping and changing our centre-backs every game all season. So a bit of stability there was, you know, absolutely essential if you could get it. Uh, and we just have to look at the assists from the two full-backs compared to last season and the season before. You know, it's it's, it's minimal this season compared to, to the past. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both up, up with the best assist numbers in the country. Yeah. Uh, and well, Trent's been they're, broke they're the record two seen. seasons on the bounce, didn't he? Yeah, for, they're uh, nowhere assist. to be seen at the moment, and that that's, that sums up our season in a way. Well, it's interesting but, actually. I've got that there five five apiece, five assists this season for Robertson, five for Trent Alexander Arnold. It's yeah, not so much like the assist, though, is it? It's the chances created. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. point I, I, I contend they both would have had more if we, if our forwards actually scored, actually scored goals. Yeah. But the, the, that, just on the Robertson stuff, Dad. I can't, it's hard to make the case for Costas Shimakas, isn't it? Because he's simply just not been involved. We don't know whether he was just, because he looked at like, Shakiri's played more for us than he has recently, but he, he hasn't played for us this season, really. You know, we haven't really used Shakiri. We haven't used Origi. And I don't know whether Shimakas is another Origi slash Shakiri who's just a, a senior age lad who fulfills a, a, a role. You know, in your squad, he's just there. He makes up the numbers in training, and he's yeah. Extra and he's, he's been needed. injured as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So a long period, he couldn't possibly have come in. And I think if he hadn't been injured, maybe he would have had a bit of a run now and again. Um, but as you say, we don't know, do we? Until it happens. I mean, clearly the the sports scientists and the medics are going to tell Klopp whether Robertson can play or not. Uh, and if, I'm fairly certain that if he's if they say he's okay to play, then he'll play. I don't yeah. think they'll be saving him for Real Madrid. Yeah, it's it's just that it's it's tough, isn't it, um, James? Because as we're talking about, we we've bought we bought him because someone in the comments is saying he's injured. I mean, like he might as well. We have no idea whether that's the case at this point or not. But it does make it. You know, it's Ben's point right. Robertson, you know, he's, he's in the prime of his career. He's never been more going to be more physically capable of handling it. But there is going to he, he can't play. The rest, he's not going to be able to play every, you know the rest of the season at the level that he that he's playing at, and I do wonder whether it's do you just say because these two games are massive, get through get through Arsenal, get through Madrid, and we'll have a look and see how we lie by the time we get to the you know the we get to Aston Villa. 
I think I think you're right, but but equally, I think if you ask, I think if you ask Robbo and said, "Listen, do you do you need a break? Do you need do you know do you need to be rested?" I think he'd tell you no. I think you know this is you know international captain. You know he, he takes he takes his, his position in the team very seriously. He's a you know I, I hate to use the word workhorse, but he doesn't stop running. He gives absolutely everything, 100% commitment, 100% you know effort every single game. And I think I think you'd have he's one of those players that you'd have to you know you'd have to stretch her off the pitch. I think if it was up to him, I think he's going to play every game going forward. And I think, you know, and, and, and John mentioned before, and, he, and he's and he's right too about the, you know, the, the centre back pairing problem that we've had this season, and the, the number of centre back pairings, and the knock on effect that that's had on everybody's game. And and Robbo and Trent are two, two the, the, the two players for me that have, um, you know, that have, that have suffered the most from that certainly going forward because without that consistency you're asking them to play a very different game. You're asking them to protect. You're asking them to defend. Their first thought has to be, let's, let's keep a clean sheet. Let's not concede. And for the first time, you know, in, in recent weeks, we've got that consistent centre-back pairing. We've got something to build from. Two, two players who are in tune and listening to each other and they've had some time now as well on the training ground. So, you know, I, 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 if I were Klopp, I'd just say to Trent and Robbo, look, you know, take the, take the handbrake off now, lads. And, you know, yeah. let's go and let's get the service up field let's let's try and bring Sadio Mane into into the game more you know if, if, if we can because he's someone else that's it's suffered the knock-on effect has just been huge this season yeah. and it just it, but it feels like now if if we can keep everybody fit and everybody firing and keep those two centre-backs together I think I think Real Madrid will be looking looking worried at us and I, and I, and I think equally you know the, the games that we've got left I mean you know, they're all winnable. Every single one of those Premier games is Premier League games is winnable. United is the only team I think that you know is is above us uh, in, in the league right now that we play. They're all winnable. This is you know we can still achieve something this season, but we need to keep everybody fit. But I don't imagine I don't imagine there's much rotation goes on. There's not that long of the season left. I just I just throw it all throw it all in there. I do wonder with you know I, I kind of said this after Fulham. With the Robertson thing, you know, do you, you go big on this weekend and see what happens? Because if we do lose this game, that probably is it. Yeah. So then you do, then you know, then you you're going into Villa and Leeds, and you you just know that yeah. you know that that's going to be that's going to be now impossible just, I, to turn around. So do you go big on this, yeah. hoping that we win and we get through it, and then you're still in the top four hunt. And if we don't, then that's when later on down the line you can start playing. It just playing goes back to my and... the point about Jim McCarthy is that we just we just don't know what he is. Mm. We don't know how Klopp rates him or doesn't rate him. We don't know where he's at. You know, if he's if he's even literally available for selection come the weekend. Mm. We don't. We, we just don't. We just don't know this because that's a, that's the thing about it. Because he, he's a he's a senior age footballer. He should be able to drop into these into these games, and there shouldn't be that. That's the point. That's why we've bought him. We've literally bought. We didn't. You don't go out and has, spend twelve million pounds. A, and, has he been away this this last couple of weeks? I don't think so. Is is the, is the honest answer I, I I have for that? But again, he's just one of them where I, I I can't see it being a change. But that's because we I I can only base it on my understanding of what we have so far. One thing that we do know uh, in terms of the fullbacks, Ben. Trent Alexander Arnold, um, I um, I've got a real feeling that he is going to be absolutely unplayable this weekend. Like I think he's been sat sat around. I mean, and he hasn't even like been sat off. Like I I uh, spoke to him 
I can't remember when that was now, a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. And he was he was in training when I think a lot of people were thinking, oh, he'd probably be off and having his feet up. He wasn't. No. He was tra- he was training. He was he was using the time to get himself prepared for the rest of the season. Because I don't think he's the kind of lad who rests on his laurels. And I think all the eyes of, of, of footy are going to be on this game on Saturday night. Gareth Southgate's eyes are going to be on it because where, where else are they going to be? Um, and there's a big chance for Trent with a little bit more in the tank, I think. To go and potentially yeah, well, put a well, show he's got on. to. I mean, we know, you know, how how much his England career means to him. Yeah. Um, to be dropped for the Euros so late on will have really hurt, and he'll be panicking a little bit inside because, you know, this is the last international break before the Euros. You know, if you get dropped at this point, doesn't bode well for your chances of getting in the Euros squad. So he's now got to go out play every week at the top, top level, try and win a European Cup and try and get this club into the top four. That's what he'll be focusing on because he wants to play for the Euro- in, for England in the Euros in the summer. Mm-hmm. And pretty much now, all of those things going exactly to plan is the only way that's going to convince Gareth Southgate because right now, I think Gareth Southgate, whether we agree with him or not, I think he definitely prefers Kieran Trippier and he probably prefers Rhys James as well. And you know what? Based on the season's performances, that's probably about fair. Rhys James, really good defender, getting better every week going forward. He's putting some good crosses in for both England and Chelsea. So that's probably fair enough. Then you've got Kyle Walker in there as, as well. He's playing for the Champions Elect. You know, he's going to get in the squad. It's we England with Wambasaka as well, who was also left out. We are you know we've got an embarrassment of riches at right back, and yeah. Alexander Arnold needs to go out and prove that he's one of the best three right back in the country. I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, I just I just think about the the derby, Dad, where you know Henderson's off, we're, we're behind in that game, and the way that I mean, look, obviously we don't don't get anything from it, but the way that I thought Trent applied himself in that game, you know, he, he looked like a lad who was desperate to carry the team. Um, and that's what it is now. You know, it, there's there's a there's a finite number of football matches. There's a finite number of minutes between now and the end of the season, and still loads to play for. Uh, the hope is now Trent just kind of if the if there has been any mental scarring or baggage or whatever that he's able to cast that off and just go and be the best version of himself. Yeah, I mean, I think in recent games Trent has stepped up. He's looked yeah. like a guy who wants to play like Jimmy Milner. You know, in terms of his contribution and his efforts and his energy um, and he must he must be thinking yeah as Ben said that if, if he's going to make the Euros he's got to be world class for the you know for the rest of the season and it would be a shame if he didn't go not I mean I, I'm, I'm always happy when Liverpool players don't play for England mm-hmm. but in a tournament he's exactly what you need you don't you don't need you know steady eddies you actually need proper classy footballers and that's certainly what Trent is yeah yeah absolutely another player then that I think there's going to be some selection issues I think with regards to the midfields you know similar questions to be had about Genie Wijnaldum but we'll, we'll park them for now I want to talk about the front three, Dad and Diogo Jota. You know, Bobby Firmino's been back in training over this break. He's got a. He, he always seems to pull out the best of Bobby Firmino against Arsenal. In fact, I did a show with him with DT this week and he even talked about like he doesn't even need to look to score against Arsenal. Um, there's a again with two games looming, it makes you wonder whether Bobby Firmino might just come back in. Although I suspect the vast majority of people, if they were asked, they would probably go with the Mane Jota Salah front three. Well, I mean, I think with um, the fact that Bobby's been, you know, at at the gra- at the training ground for the last two or three weeks, 
uh, is will certainly be in his favour. I'd be surprised if if the normal front three don't play, mm-hmm. uh, and particularly the fact that Jot has been away um, and had two or three internationals. I'm not sure how many. Yeah. Um, you know that that I think would swing it in Bobby's favour. What do you reckon, Jage? I mean, I, I get the suspicion you've got a you, you've got a Portuguese flag somewhere hanging. You know, got got Jota banners ready to go. You'd be all over Diogo starting this one. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I think I think there's I think there's probably questions to be asked about Mane um, and his form. Uh, you know, not 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 just the latter part of the season, but the season overall. Um, I don't think he's I don't think he's um, I don't think he's done himself too many favours in a lot of games. He's, you know, he's, it's, 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 it's hard to criticise any individual player this season. But I, 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 for me, I think it's, I think there is a case to, to, to give Mane a rest and put Jota in. Like you say, I'm just a massive Jota fan. I play him anywhere on the pitch. I, I love, I, I just love the kid. <laughs> yeah, it's and look, we're going to see. I think, and I've been saying this for the, for a while, but for me, those injuries kind of came at the wrong time to to, to back it up. The f- we've got four lads for the front three. I don't think Shakiri or Origi will be in any major contention for now. You know, there might come a point where the, the, you know there's a league game where we might see them if we're if we're prepping for a big semi final, that that, yeah. that kind of thing. But realistically, there's going to be a one in one out. One plays sixty minutes, one plays thirty minutes, and and then you reverse that for the for the, for the next game, and that could be any one of the, the the main front three, as it were. Jota could easily start in any of the front three positions. Any of those lads could come out um, if you had to. But but my point is, Bobby Firmino's going to start Sunday, or he's going to start against Madrid. Yeah. Do you work it backwards, or do you go, or, you know, or, or, or the other um, way? Around? I think. I think I think the the main front three start against Madrid. Um, I think it's difficult. I know that Jota has been away, but it's very difficult. I think Klopp's got to take into consideration his form with Portugal. He's just going to score three goals in two games, um, you know, and he'll want to carry that into to into the Arsenal game. He obviously scored the winner away at Wolves in our last game. There's no reason for me why Jota should be immediately dropped. And I think that Firmino has more experience in the big games. And yeah. I think that's that's the way that I sort of look at it. You'd also you're also giving him a few extra days. You know, he's been in training, but you know, he comes on on Saturday, get himself a little bit more sharp and then get him ready to go for Thursday uh, for Tuesday. That seems like the logical that's what I'd be doing if I was playing FIFA. Um <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's a different way of looking at it. Does Klopp go, well, right now Jota's probably our most legal goal scorer, so do you want him on the pitch from the start well, on, on on Tuesday? That's just a good point. But again, it? you know, him coming on, on Tuesday could change the game if we're struggling a little bit. Well that's the thing. I mean know, Bobby's the... record in Europe is terrific, isn't it? You know, he scored lots of goals and lots of assists. You know, he sort of comes alive in the European game. So maybe and that's it's that. in, in favour. There will be the away game as well, Dad. We, I think you'd have, you, you, you're probably having to do a lot more work in that game. Potentially, you know, you're doing you're doing a lot more running. You're a lot more on the back foot potentially in that game. Where Bobby might might suit that. But there's a comment here from Deep Pierce um, saying, "Firmino has to play for Saturday. For me, Jota is going to be much better off the bench for this one, but stronger in the Madrid game for for us. Pace away from home, which is a complete counterpoint because there's a case there where you right you get Bobby up and running against Arsenal, but having Jota's pace on the counter could actually be could be a real asset for us in Madrid. Yeah, and he's, he's a really good." High presser, isn't he, Jota? He puts an awful lot of energy into closing people down, uh, and that could stand you in good stead. 
if you want to keep Madrid away, you know, put, keep them up, up their end of the pitch. Isn't this just lovely? Yeah, for <laughs> once, yeah. You know, and of course, this I'm sure there'll be some catastrophic injury news between here and there because there always is, isn't there? But yeah, just that last day on it, James. You know, it, it, it is just, it's just, it's nice that we can have conversations again. Like, oh, do you start Jota or Firmino? Oh, oh, do you start Thiago or do you start Cater? Do you start Jones or do you start Wijnaldum? Do you start, you know, blah 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 blah? It's um, yeah, that that's that's where we're at now. You've got to hope that Liverpool just whatever they go with. Any rustiness from not being in rhythm gets blown away by just pure, pure, unadulterated enthusiasm. Oh, is he muted? Oh. I'm muted. I'm back. There we go. Uh, well yeah, but there's, there's not many. There's not many games left, and these lads, you know, they, they they want to show everything. They want to give everything. They want to, you know, we we can't play people into form now. We've just it's just a, it's just a question of get on the pitch and do the and do the absolute business and and compete for places as well because it's an you know that if there's if there's one thing that can be said for Jurgen Klopp and this team is that there's opportunities there certainly in midfield and going forward. And if you if 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 you, if you do the business, then you know you're you're in the first team and you're in his plans and for. The kind of the, the sort of fringe players, the Naby Kiters of the team, you're right to mention Oxley Chamberlain earlier as well. You know, these lads have got a huge opportunity now to show what they're made of and to, and to kind of stake a claim going forward. And you'd fully expect them to take that. Mm. Um, really good shout here from It's Ironic, who thinks we should play Firmino and Jota in a 4 2 3 2 formation. Um, yeah, if you can get away with having 12 men on the field, yeah, I'd be bad up for that. Um, well, you just don't play a goalkeeper. Yes, yeah, the goal. You just, you just play rush goalie and do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, let's have some score predictions for this one, Ben. What do you think? I'm sorry. I think we're going to draw one all. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to get out with a point. Don't apologise to me. Apologise to the people that don't. Yeah. Um, James, what do you think the score is going to be? 2 0. Dad? 2 uh, 1. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a three one now. I, I, again, we 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 are notoriously sluggish when we come back from breaks. Now they haven't been to <laughs> Dubai, so they've got no excuses. They've literally been on the training on the training pitch. Although to be fair, with the temperatures this week, it's probably felt r- rather mm. rather tropical up at Kirby. Um, I hope they uh, I hope they are they do come back as I can't be asked to us not win football matches anymore. Um, yeah, let your let's know your score predictions. What eleven would you be going for? Uh, we have got a final shout for this. By the way, we've got a, a competition running right now to win a signed Luis Suarez print. Uh, if you're, uh, you're familiar with our YouTube memberships, we've got a bunch of tiers. There's three on YouTube, but the main deal is over on the RedmenTV.com. We showed you the advert earlier for Cop Chronicles. Um, Club captain and club legend tiers there get you access to our full suite of content. But if you join as a club legend, as long as as well as getting a whole bunch of extra perks, you also are automatically entered into our Louis Suarez signed print competition and amazing competitions every month. But it ends at midnight on Friday. So if you haven't signed up and you've been umming and ah and you're like, well, look, look at it now, you get access to the full streaming series of Cop Chronicles, loads of documentaries, and you're entered into the uh, Louis Suarez signed print, limited edition signed print competition. So get him involved there sign up as a club legend on the redmantv.com uh, and yeah we'll see you over there uh, the, some more details on that which will follow at the end of the video but yes thank you so much for watching for listening for subscribing for dropping likes and for just supporting the best football club on the planet uh, you're all wonderful people and uh, yeah we'll be back with a watch along on saturday night Ta-da.
Hey everyone, do you want to be in with a chance of winning an exclusive limited edition signed Luis Suarez print? Well, you can be. Either upgrade your membership or join up at a club legend level on the RedmenTV.com. Right now, you get access to a whole suite of incredible content, documentaries, features, exclusive interviews with Liverpool legends, past and present. It is a fully functioning Liverpool streaming service for your eyes and ears. There is one week left on the Luis Suarez print competition, so get involved right now but don't worry if you miss out on that next month's competition draw you will automatically be entered into that as well to win an incredible liverpool pin badge collection we've got exclusive prizes for you guys every single month as club legends on the redmentv.com as well as all those amazing pieces of content each and every month so get signed up now and win amazing prizes Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 